You are listening to Sober Gratitude's podcast, bonus series, A Dose of Hope in Sobriety and Recovery from Alcoholism or Addiction. My name is Sarah, and I am a sober alcoholic. I created this podcast as a means to be of service to you. I'm so grateful you decided to join me today, and I pray you receive this gift of hope that a comfortable, peaceful, and fulfilling life is possible after we put down the bottle for good. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and I am so glad you're here today, whether you've been here before or it's your first time listening. I'm so happy you're here. And if you're here, it's because you're meant to be here. And I hope you stick around for this compelling episode. I, right off the bat, I want to let you know that I have not relapsed and that's not what I'm quitting again. But I, I, the reason why I wrote that title is because I've quit alcohol and now I'm quitting something else. So hence the word again. But yes, I am gratefully sober today still, and I love sobriety. I am so happy that I don't have the obsession to drink, that I'm not thinking about it all the time, that I'm not dealing with hangovers. I'm just so grateful that I've weaved all these days and weeks and months and years together and just continuously gets better. And I think back to the it's a good decade I spent hemming and hawing about quitting. And I used to like think, oh, why didn't I quit then? Because it's so good on the other side of addiction. And I would get frustrated with myself. I don't do that anymore. It's never too late to get sober. I have um, so much to be grateful for, really. I should not be alive based on how I was drinking and my behaviors. I didn't, didn't have any serious consequences, but, um, health wise, there's a couple things that have come up that I do think are related to my drinking, but I, I really have avoided, like I, I, I lucked out. I plain and simple. I, I lucked the fuck out. And um, I won't go back out to see if I'm not a real alcoholic. Test the waters because I could die because of the progression of this disease, which I spoke about in my last episode. But I choose not to drink today because I've recovered and I don't have the obsession any longer. The obsession that makes me want to drink and then I drink and then it sets off the allergy and then I can't stop and I have no off switch and I no longer have the power of choice. Today, I have a new peaceful power and in a applies not just to picking up a drink, but it applies to everything in my life. Everything in my life. 
I have the power to choose. And that's the misconception about like surrendering to alcohol, surrendering to my disease of alcoholism. And I get it because I used to think, no, I can control it. I can, I can stop on my own. I can take a break and then pick up again. And, but the more I did that, the worse my drinking got and the more I needed to drink to get the same effect. And more and more, I just, everything around me was just crumbling. That means all my relationships were crumbling and I was crumbling. I was coming undone inside. And it now wasn't necessarily all the time that I was coming undone, but more and more, it was happening more and more as I needed to drink more and more. And then it got to the place where I had no control of my drinking anymore. I had no more power, no more choice. It was controlling me. And it was infuriating. It was so frustrating because by then I wanted to stop, but I couldn't. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't, which is why I decided to reach out for help and accept help in the 12-step program that I did. And I am still in. And I still swear by. Nor do I, I don't represent or I'm not promoting it. This is just what worked for me. I know there's lots of programs out there that work for people. This is what worked for me. So I will share about it and how it continues to work for me. Okay, so on to what I quit again. And I quit something that was having the same effect, not not completely, but very similar negative effects in my life that alcohol did. And that is, drum roll please, can you guess? What do you think it is? <laughs> I'm going... <laughs> to wait a few more seconds to tell you what it is that I quit. Instagram. Yep, I'm done. I've deleted my account. It took a long time to figure out how to delete it because they make it very hard for you to leave. Just like quitting alcohol, it was very hard to leave that world of alcohol consumption. Yeah, Instagram blessed me with the same opportunity. I really had to work for it. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, so it, um, you know, never, it wasn't always that way with Instagram, just like with alcohol. When I started drinking alcohol, it wasn't a problem. It was something I really enjoyed doing. And I had a lot of fun. It numbed you know, emotions, made me forget about things. But over time, it got worse. So with Instagram, it was the same thing. I started to use it, and I used it for good purposes. I used it to seek out people who needed help. And I tried to be compelling. I did everything I could to try to make my account appealing 
and attractive to people to go to and find help. And I was always willing as well to tell people about other people. And I met lots of other sober people who are trying to help alcoholics get sober. And I love all those people. And those people, I don't know if they still use Instagram for the good, for good, you know, meaning for good reasons, um, or they're not on Instagram anymore. Either way, I met some incredible people who I still, some I'm still connected with today. Others, not so much, but that's okay. Um, I, I still love everyone who I was connected to with over COVID in particular. Um, and I will never forget that period of time in my life because it changed my life. And I would have never had the experiences I had, had it not been for Instagram, but my, more, more my podcast, to be honest with you. But Instagram really played, played a role in finding people. So it worked, it worked for a while, um, for me and it worked for others. Um, but I did find over time, much like with alcoholism, that it started to kind of take over my thoughts and I became obsessed with it and it started to impact, um, how I felt about myself. It got in the way of my, the true purpose of being on Instagram and I just got to a place of think that this just doesn't work for me anymore. And it's not working for anyone else. Because if it's not working for me, if I can't use it without being like obsessed with it, like obsessed, like with the wrong things, like how I look or how, how this scene looks or, you know, saying just the right thing or, um, doing all these things, you know, to kind of beat the algorithm so that you can get more followers and likes. And, you know, it was just, um, I went down that rabbit hole and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, it didn't, like I said, it wasn't like that in the beginning, but it did end up being that way. And I started, I started to realize that somewhere sometime last year, and so I purposefully, with intention, I kind of cut down on Instagram and I didn't leave my account. I check in periodically, I look around, but more and more, I just found that the more I was off Instagram, the less activity was going on. And I was, it's almost like you get punished for not being on Instagram, like the alg algorithms notice that you're not using it. So they're not going to put your posts on anyone else's feed. And so people are not going to really know what you're putting out there, like to, to help people. And, um, you know, I know that you, th there is also the option of constantly reaching out to people over Instagram who are struggling and having that kind of relationship with, with addicts and alcoholics. But I just found that it, I don't know, Instagram was changing as well. I don't want to put all the blame on Instagram because 
truly there are people who can simply use Instagram for what they need it for and then walk away. But that wasn't the case for me. And so when I deleted my account just a couple of weeks ago, it was really hard to do. <laughs> I had to go on YouTube to find out how to delete because I couldn't do it on my own. I needed help. <laughs> this sounds so <laughs> I needed to accept help from YouTube to delete <clears throat> my Instagram account. So I did, but it's not completely gone. So if anybody, I'm not trying to promote, like everyone leave Instagram. That's like, I'm just sharing my experience and what works for me, what doesn't work for me and what adds value to my life, what helps me to be a better person, to, to serve others better and be more in God's will and not think about myself and think about how I'm going to look on Instagram and, and how funny I can be and how pretty I can be and how the scene can be really pretty and how my words can be so eloquent and how I can repost everyone. So it, it, you can do what you want to do. I'm just sharing what, what my experience is. So when I deleted Instagram, it said to me, after, seriously, it took about half an hour to get to this point because it kept giving me options. Are you sure you want to quit? Yes. Are you sure? But there's other thought. Yes, I want to quit. But if you quit, you know, da, 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 da. no, I want to quit. I want to quit. Yes, 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 yes. Finally got to the end of all the yeses or the no's. They would trick you. You think you were, you had to read these questions very carefully to make sure that you were saying yes or no. And oh, it was... I was very patient. Anyway, so I got to the end and they said, okay, we're deleting your account. However, it takes Instagram world, whatever, however verbiage they used, a month to actually delete your account. So so I still, at this very moment, I could go right back in and log in and pull up my account again. So it's cunning and baffling, wouldn't you say? <laughs> so there are so many benefits of not using Instagram, just like there's so many benefits of not using alcohol. When I was weaning myself off of Instagram, meaning I would check maybe, I don't know, once a week or something, or once every, then once every couple of weeks. I noticed that I just had so much more time to do other things and namely be of service to others, to take care of myself, like self-care. Like I have conditions where I need to, the doctor tells me I need to keep my muscles strong to protect this back condition that I have. And also I have a chronic um, vestibular disorder, which causes hearing loss. And I'm not telling you this to be like, oh, woe is me, like, oh, or be this martyr. It's more just to, to prove a point, to show the reasoning that like now that I was not so obsessed with Instagram, I was literally, this is the truth, I was literally, I was having more time to schedule classes at the local YMCA that would help build muscles. 
to protect my back and decrease symptoms of my chronic vestibular disorder and uh, sleep better and have more time for relationships and um, have more time to connect with people in my community and friends that are local. I didn't realize how much I was disengaged with like real people. And that has changed so much from just the weaning off of of um, Instagram. Now I could never wean myself off of alcohol. I had to just stop. But with Instagram, it was a different story. So I got to December and I'm like, I know this is the right thing because I've seen the benefits of going off, uh, weaning myself off. I also started to pursue another passion of mine, which is the lifestyle of a minimalist. And it's kind of like essentialism, intentional living, slower living. Um, you know, social media for me became visual and uh, visual clutter, noise clutter. And that went away when I started to, when I added this new passion of mine, uh, this minim minimalist lifestyle. And quickly, minimalism isn't like a style of house. It's an actual lifestyle. And it parallels sobriety so much that, you know, it just, it, it make, makes perfect sense for me that, that that is a passion of mine now. And I'm living into it. I'm learning more about it. I'm reading more books. Um, I, I could go on, but I want to keep this episode shorter. So I deleted the account and surprise, nothing's happened. I haven't heard from anyone um, saying like, where are you? And the people that I am connected with, I have in my contact list, they're in my community, they're, you know, my friends and family who live near and far. They're the new new group of ladies I've connected with at the YMCA. There's I've some more opportunities have come my way, which keeps me engaged with people and being of service in different ways, like outside of sobriety. And this is so exciting to me. And I still have time to do this podcast, which, as you know, I tell you all the time, is such a passion of mine. And I'm going to keep doing it no matter how many people listen to each episode. And that's all. Um, that's all I'm going to share now. It's been 20 minutes. And if you want to hear more about it, just email me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com. And I, I'll talk more about it with you. But, you know, this podcast is about sobriety, but it's about addiction and what it means to be addicted and what it means to be free of the addiction. When we remove what we are addicted to from our lives, we have more space to pay attention to things that matter, things that truly matter in our lives. We have more headspace. We have more energy. We have more um, emotional energy. We get to be better and do better. And I love that I get to do this podcast and offer you hope. 
You are important to me. You are important in this world. You matter. And you are worth an amazing life in sobriety and free of things that are bringing you down and that are making you spiral into a rabbit hole. And all you need to do is find help, accept help, and that's it. And be willing, be willing to change. So with that, I will say I love you so much. You are loved so much. And I can't wait till the next episode when we can be together again. So bye for now. I'm so glad you decided to join me today for another Dose of Hope and Sobriety. I hope what I shared offered some value to you because you are an important person and your life matters. If a calmer and more comfortable life in sobriety is something that you want, please be sure to subscribe to my podcast, Sober Gratitudes. I hope you have a wonderful day and look forward to meeting with you next time. Bye.